Everybody, it's season two, episode 10 of the Rice Dynasty podcast. We're 10 episodes in this season already. We're seven weeks in this season already. And uh, I'm four and three now. I'm over 500, baby. And I just beat Chris, who declined my trades all week to give me Darren Waller. And that was a good idea by <laughs> But I still won. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter. Um, Chris, you're smart, but you suck. So... Ha. Ha. Too easy. Ha. <laughs> I, it never hurts to kick off the podcast by making fun of Chris, but in that yeah. case, he was right. He did not trade you Darren Waller, and that was pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess. Um, <laughs> you guess. Trade him to me now. I, I dare you. I mean, I'd trade for James White, but I don't think you'd give him to me. Yeah. Because I need a, uh, I need a tight end. I also need James White this week. Uh, cause, I was going to say, who's your other running back? Yeah, because Zeke's on bye. So if I trade James White, I would have to start Duke Johnson, who uh, is like a like a little bit lower tier of a James White, kind of. So Yeah, he's like, Duke Johnson. like a discount one. Discount James White. So What did James White get last week? I bet it was 10. He got 9.9. Almost 10. So close. Literally the 10 point machine, James White. 11.1, then 10.7, then 9.9, then 10.8, then 9.2, then 9.9. He will average 10 every single week. I swear I didn't even look, but I just guessed that he got 10. And of course he got 10. Uh-huh. And I guarantee he'll do it. I mean, they he almost had a touchdown that one game and they're like, oh no, that'll put him up way over ten. We gotta get rid of it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta yeah, count that off, wave it. Doesn't yep. count. Yep, exactly. <clears throat> now let me some James White. Well, we are recording at six o'clock on Thursday, so we've not had any of these games start, but we're gonna go ahead and get going with our power rankings for this week. And to start off the list. It seems like last year we had Quinn at 10 every week. And now this year, I think it's going to be Alex. Yeah. Alex, um, this team's not that good. Uh, no. I don't know what to say that I haven't said before. Go ahead, John. I know you have a lot to say on <laughs> Alex's team. Yeah, because <clears throat> Alex made what I like to call the worst trade of the week. Um, <laughs> Alex, don't if you're listening to this, don't know what you're doing here, but... I, you're one and six. Your team is not good. Carry on Johnson is on the IR out for the rest of the season. Like, I, do you need what else do you need to understand your team is tanking? Your team is bad. You're not going to win the championship. It's time to not throw away your first round picks to Michael for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> it's time to keep your first round picks and maybe trade some some big names for first round picks maybe maybe throw an Austin Eckler out there to someone for some first round picks stuff like that it's not time to it's not time to throw away all your picks because if you throw away all your picks for Kirk Cousins who i i think Carson Wentz is is a better bet for your starter going forward than than Kirk Cousins um this week Kirk Cousins probably better than Carson Wentz but going forward i definitely like Wentz better than Cousins 
So this trade just made no sense to me whatsoever, especially, I mean, I, I don't think Kirk's worth a first-round pick from anybody, but um, especially from Alex, who needs his first-round picks the most out of anybody in this league right now. Uh, yeah, Alex, uh, you're number 10. You're going to be stuck here for a while, it seems, after you just you did that, too. So. Yeah, I'll be yeah. honest. I just kind of started throwing Kirk Cousins out to anybody who had a pick that I was like, ooh, maybe they'd give me that. And Alex just accepted it. So I sent like three Kirk Cousins trades out because I knew he was pretty pretty high this week. But now Alex has one, two, three, four, five quarterbacks. Why? And- <laughs> one of them is Colt McCoy. Why? <laughs> one of them is Colt McCoy. And- oh, yeah, six because Nick Foles is on IR. Oh, my <clears throat> God. <laughs> and let's... I- the rest of his bench, like Amir Abdullah, why? Like, oh my god! Yeah. Let me, I want to see how many snaps Amir Abdullah's played this year. He has two tackles, dude. So. <laughs> Amir Abdullah has all has as many tackles as he has first downs. <laughs> um, that's not good. Um, so, John, if I were to offer Alex that first round pick back and a second round pick. Plus, maybe like another young player for Austin Eckler. Do you think he should do that? Possibly. Um, it would definitely have to be a young. It depends what the young player is. It's at this point. It would just if I were in Alex's position, it would suck that I'd have to be trading back for the pick I just gave up. Right. Um, so I don't know what Alex has to do at this point. But Alex, first, first off, Alex, get rid of the idea that quarterbacks are worth a million dollars or something because you've also have traded for Jimmy Garoppolo for an insane haul to whoever had you had Jimmy Garoppolo, didn't you? Oh, was it me? Oh yeah. You also <laughs> traded for Jimmy Garoppolo with Michael for I God AJ knows what. Green. Yeah. What the what is going on with you and quarter like Alex also I know people can have people can have good weeks and still be bad players. Um, that happens all the time. Jimmy Garoppolo had his 29 point game and Michael was like, okay, I'll trade him. And Alex was like, oh, 29 points. This guy's a stud. Um, but it's same with Car- same with Kirk Cousins, who's had three fantastic weeks in a row. But um, Kirk Cousins has had fantastic weeks before. He he has the potential to be a great quarterback, but I he, he does, he's not too consistent. Um, so especially with, I mean, every quarterback every once in a while has like a 30 point game, Alex, it's not something special that you need to grab all these quarterbacks. Like Jimmy Garoppolo has no trade value. Now you just have him there on your bench. Like, I don't know what you're going to do with him. So I think I've turned $25 in waiver money into a first round pick and AJ Green. Yep. Pretty not bad. Pretty ridiculous. If I knew this, I would. I would have. I should have traded Jacoby Brissett this week. <laughs> anyway, Alex is ten for right now. Dang. Sorry, Alex, but I, I appreciate it. If you like Kirk Cousins, go get Kirk Cousins. Like I get it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Adante is my number nine. Um. Because uh, I don't like. Todd Gurley, and uh, he's playing all Falcons. And um, 
Yeah, all Falcons is not a good idea. Did you hear who the their Falcons quarterback aren't is? That good. Uh, Matt Schaub. Yeah, he's the goat. <laughs> the fact that I even knew his name, pretty good. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, he's playing Jared Goff this week. I mean, they're playing. The Rams are playing the Falcons, so the Rams will probably go off this week. But in general, the Rams are very. Inconsistent. I thought the Rams already played the Falcons. No, they're playing them this week. No, no they, they played play Cincinnati. Week. I'm sorry. They played the Falcons last week. Cincinnati's not too shabby either, though. Yeah, two good weeks in a row for the Rams and for Adante. But I still have him, despite being four at three at nine. Um, like you said a few weeks ago, this is a power rankings. It's not the standings. Mm-hmm. He might make the playoffs, but he's not that good. Yep. Um, he's at 721 points, which is which does land at number nine um, overall. Just just behind Tom, and a decent far a decent amount in front of Alex still. Um, so, <laughs> and he also has the least points allowed by a lot. <laughs> Holy cow! Six hundred thirty-two by a lot. That's the ne- insane. The next highest, they're the next lowest points allowed is you with seven seventy-two. No, it's Brentopolis. Oh yeah, seven seven fifty-five. Seven fifty-five for Brentopolis. Yeah, still over a hundred. Jeez, over a hundred. Insane. Like Adante has. Adante is officially the luckiest team in the league this year. Yep, Adante has earned the luckiest. Um, but it's still not getting him too too many places. He with with a points allowed like that. Uh, if I had a points allowed like that, my team would be seven and zero. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Adante is four and three with 630 points against him. So he's not been scoring high at all. He barely reaches over 100. He's also my number nine. And the Falcons' stocks are now at their lowest with Matt Schaub in. <laughs> not good. <laughs> not good. Um, number eight, I have Tom. And he's one and six. And he's only scored 727 points, which ranks him at third worst in the league. Um, yeah, looking at his lineup, we, him and I have talked a little bit this week, and he, he makes a good point. He's like, I have a lot of good players that are going to score like 10 a week, but I can't win scoring 10 a week with everybody. Like that only gets me like 80 points. And that's a really good point. He's got a lot of very solid players, not many stars. That's why Tom hasn't really pushed over the top because if one of those guys has a bad week, his whole team is kind of blown up. So, <clears throat> yeah, with Tom, he's uh, he's got a decent roster, a lot of really nice tradable pieces, like assets and young assets too. Like John and I have kind of talked, like Joe Mixon, Derek Henry, and Philip Lindsay, DJ Chark. Uh, Michael Thomas is still pretty young. He's only 26. and like Kenny Galladay, like his whole team is young. So Tom doesn't need to rebuild. He needs to retool and just hope that these young guys get better. But getting a few picks, getting some assets that he could maybe turn a few of these guys into a star or even just hope they get better. That's kind of his strategy going forward at one and six. Yeah. Packaging like two or three of these young stars for like a stud or something like that. I think Michael Thomas, I could consider him Tom's stud. Um, because I agree. Yeah. he's currently he's number one wide receiver in PPR. Um, I don't know what he is in our league, but uh, yeah, he's number one. Okay, yeah, Michael Thomas is 
a stud for Tom, but he definitely needs a stud. Having a stud running back is so important uh, in fantasy football. So that could be very nice for him. And he him. had that last year. He, he had that last year in Joe Mixon, but Joe Mixon is yeah. just on a terrible team this year. Yep, basically. Um, sneakily, J- Jamal Williams, in, in I mean, the first game he played the whole game but only got three, but in other games where he's played the whole game, he's had like 12, 10, 23, and 11. Like, Jamal Williams, <laughs> I don't know what – he just – he scores 10 every week. He's like James White. Yeah, I like Jamal Williams. Uh, but, yeah, there's Tom – oh, yeah, I also have Tom at eight. Um okay it stinks because uh yeah i'd see a lot of talent on tom's team and i agree with you it's just not enough to win though and it sucks that the baker mayfield thing isn't panning out um yeah if he still had deshaun watson this team would be pretty crazy um so (laughs) yeah i don't know if the watson deal was a good idea for him he had two stud wide receivers those are the two guys that kind of he built his championship run around and like I said earlier, a few weeks ago, I was like, Deshaun Watson is still getting a huge target share. Target share is something that I look at as a big stat in fantasy because if you're getting the ball thrown at you, eventually you're going to catch it and you're going to score. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins okay. is doing that. Yeah. He's like second in the NFL in target share, yeah. which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tom wanted to trade him, so it worked out. Yep. Anyway, Tom's at eight. Um, you have any more to say on Tom? Yeah, I mean, just as uh, he got super unlucky with this quarterback situation, I guess, because he used to have Andrew Luck and Deshaun Watson, and he went all in on Baker, and then Andrew Luck retired right after he went all in on Baker and gave up Deshaun Watson, and then Baker sucked. Like, it just all fell apart. <laughs> you had three, yeah. three really good quarterbacks <laughs> down to Minshew now, who's... Gardner Minshew, who's been fine. Yeah. But he's not what those guys were. Yep. For sure. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh, number seven, I have Max. But as we kind of talked before this, Max doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm not going to talk about his team that much. Max is only doing well right now because Latavius Murray is a stud right now while uh, Alvin Kamara is out. But I don't think that's going to continue as much this week with Arizona. You know I like I like the Cardinals. I've talked about them quite a bit on this podcast. I think the Gar- Cardinals are gritty. Plays them this week. Um, he got Gold Tate back, which is nice, especially if Sterling Shepard's still out with those concussion symptoms. That's not looking that good. But, yeah, his team quarterback, Tyler Lockett's having a great year. We've talked about the tight ends before. I don't have much more to say about Max's team. They're I. They are right. they're going to score some big points sometimes, and there are there's other times they're not going to score that many points. Yeah, uh, I agree. Also, with Max at six or seven, I mean, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, I'm expecting. I mean, Melvin Gordon got a touchdown this week. He also fumbled, 16 carries for 32 yards. Not the best numbers there. Um, I expect him to be to be to be back eventually he's just got to warm up here uh but he still is managing to have people pop off latavius murray is fantastic as long as Kamara's not there apparently which is good for him uh and will be a good start he didn't start him last week when he scored 32 unfortunately but he still won by three thank god um because adante did not deserve another win um but yeah 
This is, I mean, Tevin Coleman has been great since he came back. Aaron Jones continues to score. Um, yeah, and it was an off week for Russell Wilson, too. Uh, only 17 points. So, yeah, Max has got a pretty good team. Um, I'm excited to see uh, how Kareem Hunt does when he comes back, which is pretty soon. It's um, coming up, isn't it? Week nine, maybe? A few weeks. Yeah. A few weeks. I bet he comes back after the deadline. Yeah, but. week nine or ten. <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how we, they get they integrate him into the offense, and I think a lot of it's going to depend on where the Browns are in the playoff standings. If they're kind of out of it, I mean, there's no point in not playing Kareem Hunt and get his value higher. Then maybe you do a sign and trade or trade him at some point. Yeah, because um, they only got him for yeah. one year, so might as well run him. Like, if they're like, we're probably not going to have this guy, we're going to run him. <laughs> we're going to run him out and save Chubb, who we want to keep. Exactly. For sure, yeah. who's young, gets a lot of touches. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, I have Quinn. Uh, Quinn has Matthew Stafford playing the Giants this week and Marvin Jones playing the Giants this week, and Quinn beat me last week. So you're saying, well, why aren't you lower than Quinn? Well, <laughs> Quinn's team is good, but <laughs> they're not – I don't think they're as good as mine overall. I think he had a really nice week. Matthew Stafford and Marvin Jones combining for – Eight touchdowns, obviously Stafford throwing to Jones, but eight touchdowns fantasy-wise, that's not going to happen every week. And the rest of his team did fine. He got unlucky that David Johnson was down. I don't think the luck of getting four touchdowns with two players versus David Johnson going down is quite equal. But anyway, he he has a nice roster. We've talked about it before. Marlon Mack, uh, so close. So close. I don't want Marlon Mack so much. <sighs> Excuse me while I cry for a minute. Um, Adam Thielen being out is not good for him. He Jarvis Landry starting is not what you want. You feel bad because Sterling Shepard would be the obvious go-to. And if not, Hollywood Brown. Like He has depth. He has these guys that he can use. They're just all hurt. So what else can you say? Um, Quinn has done a lot of great things with this team. I really have to give it up to him because look at where he was at the beginning of the year to where he is now. He's got three wins. That's more than he had all of last year. And he's right in contention for a playoff spot. I really have to give it up to Quinn. Like I am very, very impressed with how he's used his assets, how he gave up Cooper Cup at the right time to get what he needed. David Johnson getting back healthy, getting Adam Thielen back healthy. I'm not worried about George Kittle. Carlos Hyde is a great flex player. Another guy I should not have given up in trades. I wish I could just go back in time and tell myself not to trade all these guys. Anyway, Hollywood Brown. I love what Quinn's done. <laughs> I really do. Quinn has a lot of assets for the future too. Yeah. Uh, also have Quinn at this spot. And yeah, yeah Michael, this is a playoff team. Um, according to the power rankings this week. Yeah, this is a playoff team. Um and it's just, I agree. It's insane how it, you got to look at Quinn's team. You got to look at how he did it because he was in a worse spot than Alex. He was in a worse spot than everybody in this league. And he dug himself out of it this year. Um, using his using his uh, draft picks, I'm still mad he doesn't have Josh Jacobs anymore, which kind of stinks. But, yep. um, but he has Marlon Mack. Yeah, um, who's also a young, very talented running back. Um, and yeah david johnson wants i mean looking at starting lineup this week it's not too scary when you have to start jarvis landry there 
Um, and he got McKissick in there. And I, I don't know who's, I don't know if it's McKissick or Ty Johnson or who it's or both, or I think they're both not going to be that great fantasy wise. Um, but yeah, I, Thielen, Thielen, Mac Johnson, I think is a great trio. Stafford's been a pretty good fantasy quarterback this year. Kittle will come back eventually. Yeah. I, yeah, this is, this is a playoff playoff roster. Um, for sure. He's right on the edge too, right? Right up there at, at number seven currently. So we'll see if he can make the push. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think he's going to get in. I mean, he's only a game back of a Dante and I think that's the guy he's going to kick out or me, <laughs> who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think he can make a nice push and beat out a Dante for that spot. Um, speaking of me, you go ahead. Why don't you go with five first? Okay. Um, I don't have you at number five. I have Chris. Um, okay. Yeah, I still have Chris, um, who had a fine week last week. Uh, it just, I don't know. While Darren Waller did really well, it, it stinks that he has to start Mark Andrews and Darren Waller, right? He, I mean, I don't know, because the tight ends are just not that consistent, clearly. This week, he doesn't have to. He is putting Corey Davis in, who he got from you, Michael, who is all of a sudden considered good because Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is good, at least better than Marcus Mariota. Uh, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, Corey Davis is an asset now. <laughs> um yeah, maybe make a list of guys that I traded away that I shouldn't have. Like, let's just you could fill up a whole roster. Yeah, I I still I don't know. I told you before this, like, I just don't I don't know if I, I also would have traded Corey Davis. Like, this is just out of nowhere. Um, But yeah, I still got Chris. I mean, Chris still has potential to beat definitely these top teams like me, you, Charlie, Anthony, Um definitely can compete with i think this i think number five is where the like top tier starts almost well anthony's in his own tier but this is where the second tier starts um and it kind of sinks that josh gordon is out but he is healthy and he's expected to be dropped by the patriots so maybe he'll be picked up but honestly the patriots is the best place he could have been and he didn't do that well so i i don't i don't know i don't think anything good's gonna happen with josh gordon Mm -mm, i agree yeah, five for uh, Chris. Um, you know, I, I had him at five for a second, and then I switched, and now I'm switching back. <laughs> Chris is five. <All> right. <laughs> um, he, he is a game ahead of you and I. I uh, still five and two. I like this roster. I don't know if Josh Jacobs is going to play this week. Mm. And I think the he caught lightning in a bottle last week with D.D. Westbrook and Corey Davis. I don't think that keeps up. I'm going to take a look at Corey Davis's schedule here. Yes, this week he's got Tampa Bay. But then he's got to go to Carolina. He's got to play KC. Eh, that defense is okay. But he's got to play Jacksonville, Indy. He's still got New Orleans left on his schedule. Eh, I don't know. I don't love Corey Davis the rest of the year. Yeah. He's got a decent schedule. Not great. Um, D.D. Westbrook at a flex is a very – bad scary position i don't know i just i don't trust those guys in flex spots as starters uh but i don't he doesn't have any other options like he'll put odell there and we've talked plenty about odell beckham yeah chris's wide receiver through flex position spots 
don't love them. That's why I still have them at five. All right. How about I? So I think Odell is worth something next year. Um, I think this year his value maybe down the drain, but I think in the future, I think Odell is worth a lot more. Maybe he tries to trade. It's just hard because no one has that future thinking in this league besides maybe people who need to be like Alex or Tom um, who are looking for Odell to be good next year for them. Hmm. It'd be interesting, but I don't think I don't. It's hard. It'd be interesting if Chris tried to start talks with them and be like, hey, Odell sucks now. But I, I think once Baker Mayfield gets better, he'll be better. Um, if he does get better, but I, I think Baker will eventually get better than he is now. He, he's already showing signs of being better. Uh, I agree. I think Baker's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Odell just, he's never had that great fantasy year. Like as talented as he is, he's never had that huge breakout mm-hmm. year as a fantasy player. It's true. It's very true. So I don't know. Yep. Yeah, kind of stinks. Or maybe just Go maybe ahead. just wait for like a cut. I don't know. He's just gonna have to trade one of these like studs away for for depth. Like he just doesn't have depth. Like starting D. Like I agree with you. D.D. Westbrook and Corey Davis had good weeks last week. I I think this is especially true for D.D. Westbrook. I don't think I think that was an anomaly there. I think D.J. Chark's the better receiver in Jacksonville, and D.D. Westbrook every once in a while will have a week like that, but not every not every week. Um, D.D. Westbrook is Brandon Cooks. Yeah. And DJ Chark is uh, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Like, it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What I have to start Brandon Cooks, so you're insulting me. Well, <laughs> it's better than starting Will Fuller this week. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's true. You should not start Will Fuller this week, Michael, by the way. Just some advice no. for you. Uh, yeah, Thanks. Yeah. No Thanks, problem. You want to give me the four? Um, it's not you either. I still have, I have Charlie. What? Yeah, I have Charlie. Wow, I'm I'm pretty shocked. Yeah, okay. even though you lost, I still like your team a lot. But we'll get into that in a second. Um, yeah, Charlie. Even though he won, Charlie did win. He had a pretty disappointing week, and this was the week that Saquon uh, came back and he did super well. Keenan Allen, what is he doing? What is Keenan Allen doing? And now he's injured. Uh, you don't like to see that. Um. No, you don't. To be fair, Charlie, Charlie, all his players had pretty good weeks last week. It was just the fact that Matt Ryan had two points that had him at 93. Um, I forgot about that. Everyone else did pretty well. Royce Freeman had a touchdown, which was his first touchdown. Yeah, his first and only touchdown of the year for Royce Freeman. Uh, T.Y. Hilton had a touchdown. Yeah, um, he still has tight end problems, which he's had all year, so that's like not that big of a deal. Uh, he also wasn't playing. He also didn't have Godwin playing. I still think Charlie's up there with me, you, and Anthony. I'm rating his team a little bit lower because I don't know if Keenan Allen is as good as he was at the beginning of the season. Honestly, he seems now he's injured. Like I don't know when this is gonna end for him. Um, but yeah, Chris Godwin is still a god. Um, and yeah, he's still got a great team. But I'm, I'm keeping it down here. His quarterback issues, he has them now too, because both Philip, both Matt Ryan and Philip Rivers are like weird to watch this year. Philip Rivers is not having a great year, and now Matt Ryan's injured and not looking good. So that's true. That that's going to be kind of tough to monitor for Charlie. Yeah. There, I didn't even think about yeah. that. That's a really good point. 
Um, I have myself at four for uh, kind of similar reasons to what you're talking about with Charlie. I'm still optimistic. I just, I, I can't get my team healthy. Like I have not gotten my whole core in yet. And that really, it gives me hope, but it really bothers me. So yeah, Rogers had a huge week last week. Le'Veon Bell has had a just a brutal schedule to start this season. I mean, you look at the games he's done fine against, like Dallas and Philly, not great defenses. Cleveland went off. Buffalo even, good defense, went off. But he's played New England twice, and those were his two duds. So I'm looking at the rest of his schedule. He's got Miami, the New York Giants, the Redskins, the Raiders, the Bengals, Miami again. Like, I'm going to be fine with Le'Veon Bell. Like, I am not worried. Like, that is going to be a huge lift for me because I think he's going to kind of explode in the second half, which can help me. little worried about Evan Ingram, but reports are saying that they're trying to get him more integrated in the offense again and that Danny Dimes is kind of – he's locking in on one target, so hopefully he can lock more in on Evan Ingram. So he'll be fine. <sighs> David Montgomery. God, Chicago is just – that coaching's a mess. What the? What are they doing? Matt Nagy is so overrated. Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, Nagy. Did you see? Can I just go off on Nagy's gonna? Okay, Nagy's go gonna go be calling the plays this this week himself. So I'm very excited. Oh very boy! Excited for Tariq Cohen to go off. God, he loves Tyreek Cohen. All right, Matt Nagy is this uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. I watched a like. A, a thread on Twitter, and it was like a run-plus option play. So Trubisky keeps the ball. His primary option is to go to this wide receiver across the middle. Right, this play against the Saints. It was wide open. There wasn't a guy within five yards of it. It's even Allen Robinson, the only receiver he'll throw to. He, he stares right at him, doesn't throw the ball. <laughs> okay, doesn't throw the ball. Then he's got a check-down option to the tight end of the flat on the other side of the field. He looks over there. It's wide open. There is no flat coverage because they're blitzing because they think it's a run. And guess what? <laughs> he holds onto the ball. He's staring what right at this man. No one's within five yards. I could have made the pass. I don't even understand what he's thinking. I should send this to you. It's oh ridiculous. God. Mitchell Trubisky is a blind man <laughs> playing quarterback. Like I thought Sam Darnold was bad this week. I watched Mitchell Trubisky play quarterback and I, I'm like, God. This makes like the Michigan State offense look like the freaking Patriots. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. Mitchell Trubisky is just an abomination. Like, at what point do you just kind of think as the general manager who took Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Deshaun Mahomes Watson. and Deshaun Watson? <laughs> like, man, I think I need to quit my job. Ugh. Like, I need to quit my job. I, I am garbage at this job. Like. Patrick Mahomes. They traded a buttload. They traded up for this kid. Up to get Mitch, Mitch Trubisky over whoever was going to. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Just. You could have waited and got Deshaun Watson at six. They were... <laughs> but no, we need to go up to number two to bypass the Chiefs who. Yeah. You think how how funny do you think Andy Reid thought that was? <laughs> when he's sitting there going. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes at 12. Like, yeah. screw that. And then the Bears are like, oh, my God, they're going to take Mitch Trubisky. We got to get in front of him. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky is so – where did Mitch Trubisky go to college? North Carolina. And you know what? 
He couldn't even beat the guy out who was the North Carolina quarterback until after he graduated. And then he got the job for one year. And this kid, this kid he couldn't beat out. You know where he's playing right, right now? He's not. He's not. He's not playing. He's not good. All right. I need to stop yelling at my neighbors. I'm going to call the cops or something. That's probably all of, all of Chicago's <laughs> yelling about Mitch Trubisky, so you don't have to worry. I'm sure, like, you know, actually, I'm sorry to hear applause from the hallway. <laughs> Everyone's so. like, yeah, get rid of him. Finally. God, Mitch Trubisky, like, put Chase Just, Daniel in it. At least he could throw the ball. He's like, it's still awful, but yeah, better than Mitch. He's better than Mitch. I don't care. Okay. Either way, some, one of them is finding Allen Robinson in the end zone. I don't know how, but he, they do that. Somehow they're going to throw it to Allen Robinson. Oh, It's going to get tipped four <laughs> times, but then someone's going to catch it. Yeah, that's the best part. God. All right. So anyway, that's my roundabout way of saying you don't have a quarterback. Give the damn ball to David Montgomery. Yeah. Fucking sick of it. God. Um, do you know what? I saw a stat. David Montgomery, he's averaging five yards a carry when you give him the ball two times in a row. Five yards a carry. But they don't give him nice. the ball. All right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. That's it's my literally team. his yards per carry numbers are very high, but he gets... I don't know. He gets nothing. He gets nothing. They don't give him. He, You're going to hand him the ball on a second and they, 10. They gave him. It's like, they gave it to him twice. What do you think is going to happen? Twice last week. They, two handoffs. <laughs> One yeah, point. Two handoffs. Uh, he did fumble it. So maybe they were like bad. We're, we're benching <laughs> you forever. <laughs> yeah, I watched that game. It was the third quarter. You're down 26 to 10. David Montgomery was like, screw it. I don't want to be on the field. <laughs> Here, you can yeah. have the ball. And then Allen Robinson. All right. All right. I'm done with David. I'm done talking about David Montgomery. I just hope he gets the ball. He's, He's very done. good. All right. Um, you done talking about your team, too? <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <sighs> <laughs> your team is still very good despite David Montgomery getting uh getting shafted here by Nagy. But uh yeah, I have you at 3 where you have you at 4. I have you at 3 cuz Chris Carson is a very good RB1 to own. Le'Veon Bell is going to be a very good like you're saying RB1 to own. Um Mike Evans, Tyree Kill, I mean still just an insane lineup that just hasn't been clicking yet. Devonte Adams hasn't been practicing this week, so he's looking doubtful. AJ Green won't be back. Uh, Will Fuller's now injured. I mean, all the injuries are just getting you. But like I'm saying before, all you need to do is make playoffs, Michael. And then when you do, this whole team should be healthy um, and ready to play. (sighs) Unless everyone just dies again. Um, But as of right now, everyone should be healthy, ready to play. And I think your flex, I mean, right now you got you got to play Curtis Samuel there because of all these injuries and stuff like that. Um, I think Miles Sanders could replace David Montgomery in that spot. Eventually. I think Miles Sanders is going to get better and better as the year goes on. Um, there are a bunch of options here. Your Kansas city running back thing didn't work out too well. Cause LaShawn, LaShawn McCoy apparently is the one, <laughs> uh, which, and that's the, yep, one the only one you got rid of, uh, which sucks. Because I wouldn't have predicted that one either, after, especially after Daryl Williams, who's the youngest one, uh, really showed up when Damian Williams was gone. But they were yeah, apparently yeah. they were like that was 
that that was an anomaly. That's not going to happen again. Daryl Williams sucks. I'm not going <laughs> to. No, let's give a 31 year old Sean McCoy. Who is? Yeah, he has looked good, good um, which is insane, and it makes me feel like they're going to re-sign him. Like honestly, like I feel like if they might re-sign him. I know. Um, Besides yeah. that, though, it's just been like bad luck. Aaron Rodgers scored almost 60 points last week. He still lost somehow, and that just sucks. I that know. just sucks. You've just yeah. been getting unlucky. It stinks. Uh, your team is still your starting, your potential starting lineup after all the injuries, still one of the best in the league. So I have you at three. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad someone believes in me. All right. I have Charlie at three. Um, your point about the quarterback situation is true. I think Keenan Allen's going to figure this out. He needs to get through this injury. He'll get back. He's got a tough week this week. You're looking at the guys he's playing. Like, I could see Quinn winning this week. Um, Sony Michelle playing Cleveland. That's an underrated matchup. New England hasn't played anybody. This is going to be the second best team they've oh, faced geez. all year. The only team that was better is... Uh, I mean, seriously, look this at is, who New England's this, played. I guess Buffalo was better, but Buffalo almost lost to Miami last week. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, look at who New England's played. Pittsburgh, trash. Miami, garbage. Like, historically garbage. New York Jets with Luke Falk, historically <laughs> garbage. Buffalo, Washington, New York Giants, uh, New York Jets ad, again. Cleveland's actually the like, best team they've played. <laughs> Cleveland's going to be the best team they've played. So I think that's an underrated matchup. That's going to be hard for Michelle. Um, the only one who has a favorable matchup is Saquon Barkley, who is playing Detroit at Detroit, which Dalvin Cook did well last week. You see, if you've seen the way this line, Dalvin Cook did that, well last week against them. Yeah, they've got a bad yeah. on defense. Like, where's Snacks at? What's Snacks know. doing? He's supposed to be great. He's hurt. Come on, Snacks. <laughs> snacks is good, but anyway, I still like Charlie's team better than mine right now. He's got a lot of depth. A lot of depth. If Kenyon, if Kenyon Drake gets traded to a contender, oh, yeah. watch out. That's true. Uh, DK Metcalf still on his bench, too. Uh, yep. Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson's no projected to get 13 him. points this week. They really think he's just going to hit the ground running. At least the starter against yeah, the Giants. Yeah, it is the Giants. That's very true. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, very tough three. matchups for him. But we'll talk about that in predictions. Um. Yep. At two, I have myself. Uh, I had a great week in a week where everyone else, I think, uh, one, two, three, four. Only four people scored over 100 last week, um, and I had the best week. Um, you did. Which made me feel good. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> even in a week where my carry, scary Terry, got one point because he was playing in pouring rain. Um, oh my god did I tell you sorry side note did I tell you what I did when I was watching that what? game I was we were watching it together how I yeah, bet yeah. the under <laughs> oh yeah yeah I told you how I bet I just spammed yeah, the under yeah we were watching it together <laughs> double down on the under that was hilarious okay um, go ahead yeah my team is pretty good I mean even if DeAndre Hopkins is going to have an off year I still have Dalvin Cook and Zeke as my starting running backs uh, which is insane Deshaun Watson's uh, not, but do, he's, he's still number three quarterback overall. He ha, he'll have his 18 point weeks, but, uh, he still pops off. 
Um, tight end, obviously, still the place where I'm weakest. I don't. Gerald Everett's been doing well sneakily, though. He's he's been looking well in his past three of four starts. He scored over ten. Uh, so maybe he's good now. I don't know. I'm still scared. But yeah, I got depth too. Allen Robinson, James White, um, Kiki Kuti. Now that Fuller's out and uh, Valdez Scantling with with Adams out too. Um, I keep, I always forget that I have Valdez Scantling on my bench. Yeah, you do. <laughs> always. I told you to play him. Yeah, last he week. did pretty well, but I didn't need him. You didn't need him. Um, yeah, I have you too. Also, I. I like this team a lot. Like, this is the team I like. I look at my team. I'm like, my team should be on the level with this team, but we haven't gotten healthy. So yeah, I like Zeke, Cook, Hopkins. Um, yeah, your only weakness is kind of that wide receiver two spot, which you're okay. Like Brandon Cooks is fine with the other depth that you have. And like I said, Allen Robinson is the only receiver in Chicago that ever gets the ball. That frustrates me, but anyway, nope, your team is scoring a lot of points. You've kind of put it together, and uh, you've kind of found a ragtag group of guys. Gerald Everett Everett is a serviceable tight end. For as good as the rest of your team is, and as good as I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the rest of the year, like, all right, look at this schedule. Oakland, Jacksonville. Okay, Baltimore is tough, but then you got – <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Tampa Never Bay mind. is like the only one. But in the playoffs, Tampa. you get you get seven. You get Tennessee twice in Tampa Bay. Tennessee will be tanking by then. So. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay is the championship game, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, it's Denver, Tennessee. Oh, it is. That's right. Which, oh shoot. Yeah. I've but Tampa Bay is the this. better. Uh, Tampa Bay is the worse defense, I think, than Tennessee. So. Yeah. If I make championship, that'll be yeah. nice. If well, you do, but I don't <laughs> think so because you get, I don't know, Denver's trash yeah. too. Well, I, I, need the, I need the number two seed so I don't face Anthony. That's all I need, and then I'll make championship. I want the four seed. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, the team's pretty darn good. So should we just not talk about Anthony? Uh, at this point, I mean – I mean, I guess there is a couple of news, but there are a couple of things new we could say because Mahomes is is injured, but he's already like back at practice, which is, of course, um, yeah, he, he's going to be like maybe not this week, but the worst case scenario next week he'll be back. <laughs> so, which saw this surprised? man's knee uh, on the other side of his leg didn't matter. Yep. Uh, Chase Edmonds is <sighs> really good uh, as long as David Johnson's out, which he might be again this week. David jo- or Chase Edmonds is great. And Chase Edmonds has been great even when David Johnson yeah. is playing. That's the thing is before this week, he scored 36 this week. But before he scored 16 and 14 uh, in weeks where he was only on the field 30% of the time, 30% of the snaps, he still was scoring crazy. Um so yeah this man didn't even go to college college null all right and he's here destroying everybody (laughs) i'm sure he (laughs) says college college null dude (laughs) (laughs) okay he didn't go to college um 
But now he's, he's playing Ryan Tannehill at quarterback this week. And to be honest, that is my only chance. I need Ryan Tannehill to put up a dud. Tampa Bay, I'm though. I'm really worried. I'm about to go watch this. Yeah, I know, but I got to hope, man. I got to believe. Um, God, his matchups are good, too. Like, I'm trying to win this week. Trying to knock him off. Maybe Nick Chubb won't do anything against New England. I doubt it. Maybe this, the Jets will find a way to shut down Leonard Fournette. Stefan Diggs is going to score 30, and then maybe <laughs> maybe everyone else could. Uh, Pitts, James Conner versus Miami. Yikes. Stop. He's not starting Give Juju versus Miami. Is he still? Oh, on, he's sick. He I'm sick. Juju. I can't go to practice. Juju's got the sniffles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. Oh, I, got the sniffles. I have a cold uh, coach. I can't go. Uh, it's called cold hands, Juju, because you <laughs> suck now. Um, yeah, he does. Uh, let's predict. So we just move right into yeah. predictions from here. So, uh, yeah, Anthony's going to beat me. Like I said earlier this week in the chat, trying to trash talk. Anthony will beat me if Devontae Adams doesn't play. Doesn't look like he's going to play, meaning I have to start Curtis Samuel mm. against San Francisco, which I don't like that. But I have no other options. Who am I going to play? Like Mark Walton, but he's playing Pittsburgh. Like another, that's a great run defense. Like Damian Williams hates the ball, God, apparently. This would be a week so, you really would want Will Fuller to not be hurt. <laughs> absolutely if will fuller wasn't hurt Oakland he would be in for too. sure but he's not yeah thank <laughs> you thanks um uh, or even brandon cooks against cincinnati but uh <laughs> gave him away so uh yeah i don't think i don't think i'm gonna pull this one off this year i've done it before i've beaten the number one team in the league before but not this time yeah uh yeah probably got anthony winning i think Tannehill does well this week uh, he didn't. How did he score? Twenty two last week, at, and he was facing the Chargers. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chargers are trash so, though. Um, I don't know. Tannehill's still doing, but I, I, I don't think it's. I don't think Tannehill's gonna matter though, because <laughs> I think James Conner's about to drop forty. No, like legit, he might just drop forty. <laughs> uh, Seattle's got one of the worst tight end defenses. Uh, so Hooper's. I mean, Hooper's been a fan. He, Hooper's currently the best tight end. Um, yeah, yeah. How? Uh, Austin Hooper, best tight end right now. So, and now he's facing Seattle. He's also starting Hunter Henry. Anthony's Anthony's rocking the two tight end look, um, and he rocks it pretty well. <laughs> maybe those guys both get shut down. Maybe Matt Schaub hates the tight end, and maybe the char- the the Bears are like Hunter Henry is not. Yeah, maybe. This. Oh yeah, Hooper does have. Hooper does have Matt hope. Schaub as his quarterback this week. That scares me a little bit. While they while they're facing Seattle, which is a bad tight end defense, they do have Matt Schaub throwing to him. Uh, so, so uh, uh, this could be closer than we think. And? I think Anthony should start Juju. I think I honestly think Anthony should start Juju over um, Henry or Shh. Cooper. Like I don't, Shh. I don't. Th- Sorry, sorry. I just don't think he should be starting two tight ends this week. Um, Stop. Especially against Chicago. I mean, Chicago's defense has been getting progressively worse, I guess. But the Chargers' offense hasn't been that great lately either. Um, I I disagree. I think he should start. Should be starting three tight ends. Dawson Knox. Get him in there. there. He's too good. 
Get James Conner out. James right. Conner is garbage. Get Dawson Knox. Anthony, you, Anthony okay. would. This will. This is what's gonna happen. He's gonna do what you say. You say, and he's still gonna destroy you. Like that's what Anthony will do. <laughs> put Dawson <laughs> Knox in for James. He's probably gonna do you know, it just to put him in for James Conner and then win by like fifty. And then <laughs> Dawson Knox goes for three touchdowns. <laughs> it's like told you. Told you it was a good start. Yeah. You asked for it. You asked for, you asked for it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's probably a game. Um, that's my game of the week. Talk by about the way. Max game of the week. <laughs> oh, thanks. Second I'm game honored. of the week is Quinn and I'm Charlie, honored. though. Uh, yeah, that was going to be my game of the week, honestly. That's a good one. That's a good that's one. Um, yeah, we got some good yeah. games this week. Um, outside of Alex and Max, which is going to be a blowout, like Quinn and Charlie is a big game for both of those teams. Quinn needs a win. Charlie wants to get ahead of us. Kind of put himself back on that like two. We're all fine for the buy. Um, yeah, and Chris kind of needs a win to hold us all off too. So everyone's fighting for that buy right now. I'm fighting just to get in. I just want to get in. I want to make that clear to everyone. <laughs> You'll definitely get in. Get if in. you don't get in, that'll be uh, insane. It will be sad. Um, okay, um, so I'm gonna say Max. Blows Alex out of the water, not even close. I'm going with Quinn. Charlie's matchups are too tough. Quinn gets two in a row. He gets to 500 in week eight, something we probably never thought yeah. we would say. It's tough for Quinn because he has to play Jarvis Landry and McKissick. Um, but honestly, Charlie's yep. matchups, if David Johnson's playing, I think um, I think Quinn can pull this one out, but he it's not looking good. He sat out practice today. Uh, hasn't practiced all week. Ooh, so if true. they just you can put Peyton Barber yeah in. Peyton Peyton Barber um very he's equal to David Johnson for sure uh, <laughs> um <laughs> you can put Philip Dorsett yeah I don't say Philip Dorsett's Dorset's not been, been that, not been too bad um he scored a touchdown last week yeah killed me last um, week yeah at he least when he's been playing I mean he has low numbers because he's been injured some weeks uh, but now uh, it kind of stinks because uh, Patriots have Sanu now. Uh, so Dorsett Durs- might true. be. I still think Dorsett's yeah. going to be fine. True. Because Josh Gordon, last week he scored because Josh Gordon wasn't in, I think. So he was wide receiver two. But Phil Dorsett's been wide receiver three all year. Uh, and that's where that's where he'll still be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Sanu plays in the slot. I don't we'll know. We'll see. Anyway. I'm, so you're I saying say Sanu, Sanu's kicking Edelman out of the lineup is what you're saying. Edelman. Ed, That's what I'm saying. Edelman is actually what I'm saying. Not good. Anyway. All right. Um, I'm going to go. Man, oh, wait. Did I pick? pick did I pick? Oh, yes. I, really I said do. David. If David Johnson doesn't play, Charlie's winning. Yeah. That's fair. That's a very fair one. You know, I'm going to do this. I think Adante wow. pulls this one off. This is a nice week for Adante's team. Like, just look at these matchups. Cincinnati for the Rams. They're going to kill Cincinnati. Uh, it's tough with Atlanta, though. That, that Atlanta's tough, so that kind of balances it out. Uh, all right, I'm doing it. Give me Adante. Chris goes okay. to 5-3. Um, that'd be a huge third loss in a row for Chris. But I'm going Chris because of Atlanta. Um yeah, with Matt Schaub, this 
I don't know if this isn't going to be as bad as Luke Falk, but with Matt Schaub, I'm like kind of comparing it to the Jets offense now. The Atlanta offense looked awful last week, even with Matt Ryan in. Um, against like against a Rams defense who just got Jalen Ramsey, but now they're facing Seattle, who also That's just true. got a new asset from the Lions. Um, oh, yeah, they got yeah. Diggs. Uh, and Seattle's defense hasn't been too bad this year. Not too bad. So, uh, Matt Schaub, Matt Schaub, thirty-eight-year-old man. Probably better than Luke Falk, but I still think this offense is going to do very little this week. So I'm going to go Chris because of that. Okay. Yeah. My head says Chris. My heart is with it. I think think this is, I mean, this is the week Adante could definitely score over 100 because Goff and Gurley are facing Cincinnati. Kelsey's got a nice Green Bay matchup and McCoy. So, yeah. Uh, looking at your matchups, you have nice matchups, so I'm going with you against Tom. Tom falls to one and seven, which is just tragic for our defending champion. Um, yeah, Who's champ? I, I don't know. Who is champ? <laughs> it's Tom. But Tom has looked at this app. I don't understand. I've texted him about what? Because <laughs> um, Tom changed his life. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, John, I think you're going to win this game. I think Tom falls to one and seven the week before the deadline or two weeks. Yeah, it's week ten now. I switched it officially. Yeah. Okay, week ten. So two weeks before the deadline, Tom falls to one and seven, eliminating his playoff. Yeah, uh, is that the math? We got to start doing math on this stuff. Um, I mean, it's not technically, but who's going to come? Yeah, that's tough. Um. And right now the playoff spots at four and three. He's three games back from it. He's three games back. Do you think he's gonna? I mean, the only guy he can catch is a Dante. But do you think he's gonna catch? Mm, yeah, Quinn? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Quinn's. I don't think so. Depends on their schedules. We'll see. We'll figure it out once we get further down the line here. But yeah, it's not looking good for Tom. Or I have, I have a better feeling. If Tom can pull a win out this week, I have a better feeling for him than than Alex for sure and like Quinn's good but he but I definitely can see Tom going head to head with with Quinn on how good their teams are depends how hard their schedules are I don't know who they're facing um yeah. but yeah I'm going with me too because just because Houston's facing Oakland and Minnesota's facing Washington um tonight in which I expect Terry McLaurin to go off tonight Dalvin Cook to go off tonight Oh, yeah. Terry is going off. He's the Marvin Jones of this game. Marvin Jones went off on Minnesota last week. Terry McLaurin is the new Marvin Jones. Let's do it. Oh, boy. Um, So just to recap, I have Anthony over myself. I have Max over Alex. I'm picking Quinn to upset Charlie, Adante to upset Chris. (laughs) Just all the stupid pick of the week and you beat Tom. Um, Yeah. I'm really hoping we have another trade to talk about next week. Yeah, Michael's going. We'll up. Michael's trying to go all in. He's trying to trade his draft picks for for somebody. Yeah, I'm kind of going back and forth on it. I've looked at next year's draft class. Don't tell Chris. It's God, really Chris good. has so many first round picks still. Honestly, Chris, Chris is still. He's in a good spot for his depth as far as next year goes. <laughs> uh, some, so maybe he doesn't right, do that trade. Exactly. Actually, he doesn't really need to. No. Um, 
I was looking at like the mock boards. And of course, it's probably a little early to be looking at next year's draft, considering we're not even halfway through the year. But, um, man, like they have Jonathan Taylor going like number 10 in wow. like the rookie draft for fantasy. Jonathan Taylor's <laughs> a stud. That's who I was going to like think. I was like, let me get Alex's pick. I can get Jonathan Taylor. And they're like, oh, no, Jonathan Taylor's not that <laughs> wow. good. Look at these guys. Like John Dre Swift and Jerry Judy and Tuya and all these guys. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> kind of got a point. So many people. This draft so is people. amazing. Yeah. Um, well, it's we're not, we're not, good. we're probably not getting the Picks. league reset. So I don't think so, but the picks are going to be valuable next year. Probably more valuable than I thought they were. So I might be, yeah, on I don't pick. have one. So yeah. Oh, well, James White. <laughs> right. Maybe honestly. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we'll talk about it anyway. Well, that was, uh, Season two, episode 10. Really? Season two, episode 10. Wow. Well, I'm going to go drink. So if anyone wants to offer me a stupid drink. Oh, yeah. Cheers. (laughs) Yeah. Classic Thursday night. Oh, Oh, it's a great bar. It's a, it's called Durkin's. We go every week. Nice. Thursday night game. Yeah. Drink probably too much. Show up to class the the next morning. Hopefully. I wish people in LA liked football so I could do that. But. They don't like it here. They yeah. They they like acting. Like come on. Gross. You don't. You don't yeah, exactly. Like I can't watch a movie and get drunk. That's not fun. I watch a I watch a game and get drunk. Exactly. Watch Scary Terry score a million points tonight. Watch it on Twitch, everybody. I'm gonna be in the that chat. Didn't happen. No. All no. right. Um, yeah, let's let's uh, right. let's end it so it's under an hour so people listen. <laughs> exactly. Where I saw the statistics and I'm going to talk about the statistics for another two minutes so wow. we get to exactly an hour. Okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. Bye.